you found this podcast probably because you know a little bit about our ministry called Time of Grace and our passion about connecting people to God through all kinds of media. Well, did you know that we do a lot more besides just television and podcasting? If you check out our website, timeofgrace.org, you're going to find tons of ways to learn about the good news of Jesus, from daily written devotions to daily video devotions, tons of podcasts, blogs, our Bible Basic series called Bible Breath, and books and books and resources and more resources to help you in your walk with God. So if you're interested in any of that, just go to timeofgrace.org. A while back, a thrift store in Denver, Colorado was going through their the latest pile of donated items that they had dropped off when they discovered something they, they had never come across before. They were evaluating an old recliner that somebody had dropped off earlier that day when they thought they heard a sound coming out from inside the recliner. And so the workers told everyone around them to, to be quiet because they thought they had heard something. So everyone quieted down and, and listened really, really carefully. And there it was. Sure enough, the same sound that they had heard earlier. It sounded like a cat meowing <laughs> from inside the recliner. And so they got closer to the recliner and they heard the, the same sound again and they started looking around and they couldn't easily see something so they started pulling the recliner apart and inside the recliner they discovered an orange tabby cat that was stuck inside the recliner. Right at about the same time on the same day in the same city just on the other side of town there was a family that was wondering where its orange tabby cat had gone. <laughs> they, um, they looked in the yard, they looked all around the house, they looked in the normal hiding spots, but they weren't able to find their orange tabby cat. And then it dawned on one of them, maybe, maybe it accidentally got donated <laughs> along with the items that they had dropped off at the, the thrift center across town earlier that day. And so they went across town and they went to the thrift store and they asked them if they happened to see an orange tabby cat anywhere in the pile of donated items that came earlier that day. And thankfully they did. And they were reunited with their cat, which I know doesn't make everyone feel nice, warm, and fuzzy because not everyone is a cat person. But whether or not you are, I bet you can relate to how that cat felt inside that recliner. Desperately wanting to be free, but not being able to do anything about it. And the reason I say that is somewhat related to what has recently become the most popular class at Yale University. Back in April of 2019, there were about 22,000 on-campus and online students enrolled in this one particular class. One year later, it was almost 900,000 students enrolled in this one particular class. A year later, it was over 3 million students online and on-campus enrolled in this one particular class. The class has a nickname. It's called the Happiness Class. The official name of the class is the Science of Well-Being, but its nickname is what everyone knows it by. It's, it's the happiness class. It's a class that teaches you how to be happy, which apparently is something that, at least since 2019, a lot of people have had a hard time feeling. And I don't know what's causing that for you. It could be any number of things, but I do know that People have been hurting for much longer than going back to just 2019. We see it in the Bible. We see it often. I'm going to read a couple of verses from Luke chapter 4. Just listen to how many different people were hurting. And then we're going to point out one significant thing that all of them had in common. It says, Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a great fever and they asked Jesus to help her. 
So he bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. At sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sicknesses, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people, shouting, You are the Son of God! But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because he, they knew he was the Messiah. People hurting from sickness, from disease, from demonic oppression, from any number of things. And the one thing that they all had in common was that Jesus was there, right in the middle of all of it, which is exactly where he has always promised to be. When Abraham was looking at an uncertain future, God said to him, I will be with you. When Moses was afraid to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, he said, but I will be with you. When Joshua was about to fill some pretty big sandals, taking over for Moses eventually, God said, don't be afraid, I will be with you. When Jesus was born, one of the names that scripture gave him was Emmanuel, which literally means God, God is with us. And then that little baby grew up and he hung on a cross where he showed you exactly how determined he is to be alongside of us through everything. Even when we and our weakness is the reason that he is the one who's hurting. If he stuck with us through that, he's going to be exactly where he was for all these hurting people that we just read about. He will always be with you, ready to be there for you just as he was for them.